Open your books to page 206, page 206, and then uh, Romans chapter 12. Uh, Romans chapter 12, page 206. We're talking about spiritual gifts, and a few weeks ago we spent a good good bit of time talking about different spiritual gifts. So again, we're not gonna we're not gonna spend a lot of time here, um, but it, it's in the book, so we're gonna go ahead and read through it. Um, uh, Romans chapter 6 <clears throat> let's start reading in verse 8 or, or verse 6 excuse me uh, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given unto us whether prophecy let us prophesy according to the uh, proportion of our faith now I want to stop right there um what is that saying? The the last part of that particularly. What is that saying? Yes, that's the the teaching the thing. Yeah, the prophecy. Yes. Um, what? So what? Literally, what is that saying? The last part, according to the proportion of our faith. Yes. Yeah. According to the proportion of our faith. What did, What does that mean? Okay. Um, okay. Good. Good try. But. <laughs> okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay, uh, Romans chapter 12 and verse 6. Okay. Okay, it says, Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophesy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of our faith. Okay, all right. Okay, and anybody else? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay. There you go. Stay within within who you are. Okay, um, <clears throat> I have I have uh, friends of mine who are incredibly intelligent. In fact, I, I read one of them put something on Facebook the other day, and and I read it, and and he was using words that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> you know, I mean, big doctrinal words. You know, and I'm like, you know, but but for him, that was normal. You, you, you follow me? You know, be who you are. I guess is I, that's how I read it. You know, don't don't try to be someone that that you're not. Right. You you you. Exactly. And and as we grow, we we have the the more ability to to do that. Okay. Verse seven. Uh, or ministering. Let us min, uh, let us uh, wait on our ministering, or he that teacheth on teaching, or he that exhorteth on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. Uh, he that ruleth with diligence. He that uh, soweth, uh, show excuse me, showeth mercy with cheerfulness. <clears throat> so. 
Uh, here we have uh, in the book here, we have a list of the different gifts that the, 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 the spiritual gifts that were given last week. We read prophecy. Um, so um, ministry, somebody want to read uh, the, the, the gift of ministry. I don't want to do all the reading. I'll drive you crazy if I read this whole thing. So somebody, yes, yes, ma'am. Okay, I cannot tell you how many people have come to me over the last 12 years and say, look, I want to I I work, I want to do, but I, I don't want anybody to know it. I just, I just want to serve. And, and, and that, is, <clears throat> that is an incredibly important part of any church. Okay, who wants to read teaching? Yeah, okay, go ahead. You're a teacher. Okay, so it is the ability and desire to teach God's truth. Now, <clears throat> How, how do we teach God's truth? Okay, straight from the Bible. Okay, okay. That's, that's definitely one way to do it. How else do we teach God's truth? The way we live. The way we live. You know, how, how many of you learn more by reading something or watching someone. Okay. Um, now I don't know if you're like me. Okay. I'm just th- this is this is the way God wired my brain. Um, you could. Okay. The other day I had to do. I, I was doing some something on 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 uh, one of our vehicles. And. <clears throat> I had the option of downloading a, a manual and reading the directions or clicking on a YouTube video. What do you think I chose? The, the video. Why? <laughs> well, because I can't read. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, those little. Yes. See, I'm I'm a visual learner, and I can I can learn a hundred times faster by watching somebody say, "Oh, this is you go here, you push this button, you do this, you do that," and like, "Oh, I can do that." But then if you read it in a manual, for people like me, it's like, huh? Push what button, and then and then and then you know then they have this little drawing, and and you can't got to get a magnifying glass to see which button that they're pointing to. You know, it's insanity. But but see, our lives teach people. 
And we can, we can teach in, in multiple ways. By example is one of the best ways that we can teach. And, and oftentimes, <clears throat> you know, because we have a small church and we don't have Sunday school and probably never will, um, but that doesn't mean that you can't teach. I, I know that <clears throat> my wife has been in charge of nurseries for, what, 30-some years? So 30-plus years in different churches we've been a part of. And because she's always been in charge, prior to being a pastor, whenever somebody called in sick, guess who got recruited? Me. So I ended up going in, and so she would... She would fill my arms with babies, and I'd sit in a rocking chair, and I'd, just, I'd rock. But you know what she would do? She'd sit down on the floor and, and with you know two- and three-year-olds and teach them. And they would sing songs about Jesus, and they would, you know what I'm saying? We can teach in multiple ways. <clears throat> so don't think that, hey, if I'm not up in the uh, preaching or teaching a Sunday school class, um, that uh, <clears throat> I'm not teaching, and that that's not true. Your life teaches. Especially <clears throat> One of the things that, um, well, let's just let's go on. Okay, who wants to read about exhortation? Okay. Okay, let me let me add something here because this is this is important. An exhorter, uh, according to what it was said here, is is completely accurate. But an exhorter is someone who's willing to do the hard thing and get in somebody's face, like Miss Clara in the movie last night. See, that is an exhorter, somebody who's willing to put themselves out there and say, hey, you got a problem. But they, can, they have the ability to do that, and the person they're doing it to doesn't get mad at them. Because you could, there's, there are ways to do that in a loving way. So that's an exhorter. <laughs> yeah, that was a great illustration, yes. <clears throat> okay, who who wants to talk about giving? Who wants to read the one, one on giving? Okay, he just threw you under the bus. Go ahead. This is the ability and desire to give to God's work and God's people. It is accompanied by the provision to give. These Christians are generous by nature and love to give to God's work. Work. Those with the gift of giving have great delight in unobtrusively giving to meet the needs of others and further the work of God. Okay. <clears throat> now, what is what is the the very first thing that we think of with the word giving? Money. Okay, and and money is a, is is a big part of giving, but what is a bigger part of giving? 
giving of oneself. And and a person a, a person who has been given the gift of giving is somebody who not, is not always capable of financial giving, but is somebody who's always willing to give themselves. Okay, <clears throat> ruling. Who wants to read that one? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Now, I, I told you, I told y'all when I took the the gift the the gifts test, uh, I did not. This was my lowest score. Um, I I am I, I I love to plan ahead. I love to. My wife calls me a dreamer. I love to dream. I like and I dream big. I just don't like to. I don't like to organize. You know, my my life. If you were to. Uh, and and this happens often. Uh, people will will come up to us at church, or they'll call us and say, "Hey, do you want to you want to go to uh, the Steve's ice cream tonight?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let's go." And she's like, "No, we we got stuff to do. There's nothing more important than Steve's ice cream." <laughs> Yeah, but you know the thing. You know th- that's our personality type. The differences. I, I, I can. Man, you can call me. To, yeah, I'll, yeah, let's go. She and she's no, it's not on the calendar. <laughs> but that's that's how her brain works. She is, she is the epitome of administration, or or, or ruling here. Just that that that's that's how she. If it's not on the calendar. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's when I pull out my phone and I, oh, it's right there. It's you know, um, but but you know, but that's that. But see, that's where, and and when we first got married, she was a lot worse and I was a lot worse, and we have we've kind of we've grown a lot in that area. So I don't I don't come home and throw her curveballs all the time. I usually call her ahead of time now. Oh yeah, a whole lot more flexible, but um, but see that's that 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 is that person that just loves that kind of stuff. I, I know a pastor. Well, actually, I know a couple of pastors, but this one in particular. That if if I called him and said, "Hey, what are you going to be preaching Sunday, March? You know, whatever. I could just pick a Sunday in March in 2024." He just he oh I'm going to be preaching blah 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 blah. Are you kidding me? But that's how he he plans two plus years out. But he can't he can't function as a pastor without having that. He needs that 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 structure. Like man, that's crazy. But that's that's you know that's how. That's that's how God that's how God made him. That's the gift that God gave him. Uh, and then mercy. Who wants to read mercy? Uh, 
Okay, go ahead. Okay, sympathy, sympathy, mercy. I didn't score too well on that one either. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Um, typically, somebody who has mercy is the kind of person that doesn't stick their foot in their mouth very often. So if you're like me and it's open mouth, change foot, then that kind of is usually an indicator. Um, but usually a person with, that has mercy is somebody who is always willing to, I, I personally believe that the, 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 the gift of ministry and mercy kind of usually go hand in hand. Uh, they just kind of behind the scene, that's what they do. Any questions before we move on? I would I would say so because it, it talks it talks here about empathy and, and compassion and and uh, so on and so forth yeah yes I do this occasionally in junior church and I did it today um, where every one of the children went in and the quiet seat box and I asked them why did you all go in and somebody said we were all good and I said well. And another one said, because we don't have many kids, so you let us all go in. And I said, eh, no. And somebody said, you were showing us mercy. And I, and I said, yes, because I like to illustrate to them what mercy is. They did not deserve to go in, just like we did not deserve the gift of salvation. But Jesus, because of what he did, showed us mercy. So we can do the same with our children and with people just to illustrate mercy. Right. Okay. Anybody else before we move on? Okay. <clears throat> Next blank here. Very simply, use your gift. Use what God's given you. You know, it's it it is easy for us to excuse our ways out of serving God. But we need to learn how to use our gifts. Like a, like a physical body needs all its parts, the body of Christ needs all its people. Uh, turn over to 1 Corinthians <clears throat> chapter 12. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 18. But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body, as it hath pleased him, as if they were all one member, were where were the bodies. But, but now they are many members, yet but one body. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet. 
I have no need of you. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. Uh, I want you to, I, I don't know if you write in your Bible, but I want you to write this word here uh, um, where it says where they are necessary. That in the, in the original language, that word would means absolutely. They are absolutely necessary. <clears throat> and those members are of the body which we th- which we think to be less honorable upon those uh, excuse me upon these uh, we bestow more honor uh, more abundant honor and our uh, uncomely parts we have more abundant comeliness for our comely parts have no need but God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to the part which lacketh. <clears throat> so in other words, we need each other. If the body is going to function, if the church is going to function, it is going to take all of the parts working together with the gifts that God has given each of us so that we can all work together. To accomplish what? The will of God. You are vital to the health and strength of the rest of the church family. And you should use your spiritual gift. Who is exempt from that statement? Huh? Well, okay. No, n- none of us are exempt from that statement. We 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 all need each other. Review the list of spiritual gifts again. What gift or gifts do you uh, believe you have been given? Uh, how can you uh, begin using your spiritual? Uh, gifts in service with your church family. Now, I want you to to pay attention to this next paragraph because this is really, really important. As important as it is to identify and use your spiritual gifts, it is also important to understand that just because you do not have a particular gift does not mean that you can't participate in something all Christians should do. People uh, uh, without the spiritual gift of mercy can still visit and minister to someone in the hospital. And people without the uh, spiritual gift of giving can and should still give to God's work. It simply means that you will find some areas of ministry that Come more natural to you, and those <clears throat> would be good areas in which you should focus your your ministry with within the, the body of Christ. Let me let me say this: <clears throat> we all need to exercise mercy. Now, I I said that I I did not score what my one of my lowest scores was mercy. 
but that doesn't mean I can be mean and hateful. Okay? I still need to exhibit mercy. I still need to visit people in the hospital. I still need to do these things. One of the areas in my life that I struggle with probably more a, a lot than, than, than some of you is, is the, the ability to, um, what, how do I want to say this? Um, tell others about Christ, if that makes sense. I, I, I love telling people about Christ. But I'm not. I, I you know, I, I have friends of mine who love to travel on airplanes so that they can sit next to somebody, and that person cannot go anywhere. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not like that. I, I just, you know, I, I, I will try to have a conversation, but I'm not going to. You know, I just that's just not who I am. So we all have gifts and talents that God has given us and we need to use to maximum we need to learn how to use to uh, we need to learn how to maximize those gifts that he's given us but just because some of the other gifts doesn't mean you, you still don't you still need to practice does that make sense <clears throat> okay any questions before we move on yes Okay, that, that, that's a great question. Okay, so when a person gets saved, according to the scripture, um, God gives us spiritual gifts. Oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes spiritual gifts are different than our natural abilities. Okay, um, so um, sometimes, I, I believe, sometimes those gifts coincide with our character, our, our, our human abilities. But I, I believe more often than not, <clears throat> they are supernatural gifts. D- does that make sense? Um, let me see if I can illustrate it to you this way. Um, how many of you have ever heard of Samson in the Bible? Okay, we've, we've all heard of Samson. Um, what did Samson look like? Okay, he was okay. He was he was a Nazarite. Okay, okay. How many of you have ever seen a picture of a Sunday school picture of, of Samson? Okay, big strong guy. You, you know, uh, <clears throat> usually they picture you know everyone I've ever seen. You know, he towers over the the, the normal person and so on and so forth. I, I don't believe that to be an accurate depiction of who Samson was. I, I personally believe Samson was just a normal looking guy. He was not a bodybuilder uh, uh, or Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of guy. He was just a normal person. Why, why do I say that? Brandon? Brandon? 
Exactly, exactly, yes. Delilah, kept asking, was it Delilah? Delilah, yeah. She kept asking, what was the secret? Yeah, Delilah kept asking, what, where's your, where is the secret? If if he was a, you know, you know, six foot eight, you know, 400 pound muscle bound guy, she wouldn't be asking that question. Exactly. Exactly. So now, now let's take that and, and apply that to the spiritual gifts realm. Okay. <clears throat> I know. I, I, I. Do you think that the the ability or the gift of teaching to a non-teacher? To have somebody who is absolutely scared to death to be up there teaching and doing something, but being effective at it, don't you think that is more impressive? Does that make sense? Right. You know, so <clears throat> so I believe, to answer your question, I believe, and, and I could be wrong, but I, I believe that the spiritual gifts tend to be gifts that were given supernaturally so that we can perform miracles. Things that we say are outside of our personality. Exactly. Exactly, right. Yes. Exactly. We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't rely on ourselves. Um, one of the things that I saw uh, when I was in Bible college um, at the time I was in Bible college, there were, I don't know, half dozen, maybe ten um, uh, uh, guys my age that were, I was probably the oldest of all of them, but, you know, they were, we were all older married guys. And a couple of these guys <clears throat> were, were, for lack of better terms, they were car salesmen. You know, they, they could sell uh, ice makers to Eskimos, you know what I mean? And, and, and those guys in the, in the preaching classes, because, you, you know, you got to take preaching classes and all. Man, they, w- they were just, like, killing it. And, you know, and it's just like, man, I wish I could do that. You know, they, it, just, it just flows out of them. Not one of those guys is in the ministry today. Because they were, they were dependent on their abilities and not the supernatural power of God in their lives. Does that make sense? Yes. I, I can I can only speak for myself, okay? What I do as a pastor is not natural for me. You can ask my wife. 
my my natural instinct, uh, particularly in a crowd, is to go away in a corner and just sit there. And to get up in front of people and do the things that I do on a regular basis is totally against who I am naturally. Me, just give me a piece of wood and a hammer and a nail and say, here, go build something. That That is who I am. There are, and some of the, some of the, you know, uh, <clears throat> some of the greatest pastors, missionaries, evangelists that we've seen around the, around the, you know, since, since the first century church have, you know, look at look at the disciples, they were fishermen, they weren't preachers, tax collectors, Jesus, you know, it just, you know, so those are. That that's how the the spiritual gifts things. At least that's how I've always understand it to work. Would that be implying that one should steer away from things they're comfortable with? Or I don't believe so. You know, because you know, as we should still embrace who we are as individuals. Okay. Um, you know, one of the things that, that I've always tried to do is since we started the church is I've made no secret of the fact that I have dyslexia and, and, and you know, I have, you know, <laughs> I, I, that's, that's just how, that's who God made me. But at the same time, I, I still love working with wood and I, you know, so I still do those things. But um, I, I don't try and be someone that I'm not. Does that Does that make sense? Right. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And 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 you know, so one of the one of the and I don't mean to be talking about myself, but I don't know how else to illustrate some of these things. One of the reasons we ended up in Fernley and not Reno, because when we had come out to look to see where God wanted us to plant the church. Um, we we had kind of settled on two areas, Fernley and uh, Spanish Springs. And uh, Pastor Stevens, many of you know Pastor Stevens, we went back to South Carolina. We sat down with Pastor Stevens and, and we explained the two areas. And we were kind of leaning towards Spanish Springs because my parents lived there and, and we wanted to reach my parents and so on and so forth. And so, you know, we told them all about it. And I summed up Spanish Springs by saying it's a white-collar, primarily it's a white-collar area. He said, okay, tell me about the other place. So I told him all about Fernley, and I said, Fernley is a blue-collar community. He said, stop right there. He said, that's where you need to go. I said, okay, why? He said, because you're a blue-collar guy. That's who you are. So that there is an example, I believe, God using my personality to, or you, you see what I mean? Any anything else before we move on? Yeah. I'm just curious about musicians that are gifted. Does it become a spiritual gift when they use it to to glorify God? I believe it can. I mean, it's not mentioned here as as a as a gift, but. Um, I believe the the ability to play and sing 
is 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 a gift from God. I, I really do believe that. I don't have it. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. You know, if and I'm going to say something, please, please don't think bad about Ashley because it's not. Ashley, I don't know if you've noticed, but on Sunday morning, she can be sitting here playing the piano and I can walk over and, and I'll ask her a question. Everyone, I did it this morning. I said, hey, you know, I asked her a question and she and she doesn't skip a beat. And 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 during the during the uh, the handshaking time, she's sitting there playing, and you can walk up to her and talk to her, and she'll just keep playing and talk. <clears throat> that is not our daughter. Okay, when when she was little, she could not walk and chew gum. I mean, she couldn't do it. But God has gifted her that way. It, it just you know, it's it's an amazing. I, every time I see that, I'm just amazed. I would, I'd have to stop, you know. So I think to sum up what Lawrence was saying is God does give us these natural abilities that he wants us to use for him. But if we depend on those natural abilities, we get prideful. Right. And then he he starts pushing us to get out of that comfort zone of doing what we are comfortable doing to try something else. Right. Right. I, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Then he gets the glory because it's not our company. Right. Okay, anything else? This, this is good discussion. This is really good. Anything else? Okay, let's go to the next next section here. Uh, remain committed to the family. Uh, be a part of a local church. Uh, uh, similar similar commitments as being part of a family as a church family uh, our lives are connected to one another in the body of Christ now let me say this there have been times in our lives where our church family was closer to us than our physical family I mean not our kids but I mean our extended family well you know it is and we should have that commitment to each other. How do we demonstrate our commitment to the family? Uh, your next blank here. Remember one another regularly. What did they misspell it? Oh, okay. What's good to me? I don't know. <clears throat> okay, Scripture uh, gives uh, many one-on-one commands regarding how we should uh, interact uh, with our uh, brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, they are literally, uh, excuse me, there are literally dozens of these, uh, but these, uh, but... I'm trying to read too fast, but let let's but let's notice just a few of the most common. Okay, um, okay, we've been going for probably about 45 minutes or so. Do you y'all want to keep going? 
Okay, let's let's go ahead and read. Okay, so uh, somebody look up First John 15. Who wants to look up First John 15:12? Okay, Jim. Uh, excuse me, John 15:12. Uh, yeah, John 15. Galatians 5:13. Who wants to who wants to do Galatians 5:13? Okay, um, uh, Marilyn. Uh, Ephesians 4:12. Melanie. Okay, Romans 15:5. Okay, uh, and then Romans 12:10. Okay, all right. Let's. Uh, <clears throat> so we are to love one another. John 15:12. This is my commandment that you leave, that you love one another as I have loved you. Whoa, that's a mouthful. So, and, and we all know the answer to this question. But how did Christ love us? unconditional sacrificial love okay uh, we are to serve one another uh, Galatians who's got Galatians 5:13 okay Marilyn okay serve one another <clears throat> now I, I I would have to look it up but I can almost guarantee that that word serve is the same Greek word that used, would be used to describe what Jesus did at the Last Supper. <clears throat> it would be the lowest form of servanthood. Okay? And that, that's how we are to be to one another. Whatever you need, we should, we should be there to help fill those needs. Okay, be gracious toward one another. Who's got Ephesians 4, 4 2? Ephesians 4 2. I probably did. With all loneliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. Is it always easy to be gracious? No, it's not. It's easy to be it's easy to be nice to people that are nice to you and and that and to be nice to people you like to say but we're to be gracious no matter what be like-minded one toward another who's got Romans 15:5 Okay, now I want to talk about this for a minute because this is, this is a verse that oftentimes gets taken out of context. What does it mean to be like-minded? Does, does, it, does it mean you have to agree? Yeah, it would, it would kind of go that direction, yeah? There, there you go. Okay, to share the same goal. What is the same goal according to that verse? Re- read the verse again. It's. And now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus. Okay, so what's what should be we should be? What is the goal? Christ. Okay, we we don't always have to agree on everything. 
but we should always be pushing each other toward the goal of Christ. That's like-mindedness. That is the ability to, to forego our differences so that we can accomplish the things of Christ. In one accord, they were they, you know, you you get thirteen guys in a room, other than Jesus, the other twelve. Do you think they agreed on everything? No, but they were in one accord. I don't know if it was a Honda or not, but anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to say that. But no, they they what was there? They were in one accord. They were they were all focused on the same goal okay uh, and that's how that's how we should be uh, give preference one to another Romans chapter 12 verse 10 okay what does it mean to prefer one another does, let, let me ask you a question does it mean that that person always gets their way Okay, what does it mean to prefer one another? Okay, to to enjoy spending time together, fellowshipping. Okay, putting them before yourself. Okay, no, not really. Okay, how how about the idea of you know what? Not everything that I think is important is important. Because don't we think everything that I think is important should be important to everybody else? Isn't that how we think? And there are times in our lives we need to stop and realize, you know what, that's not important. But everything is not about me. It's about the goal. Right. As long as it doesn't interfere with a golf game, you know. <laughs> no, you know, Bob and I, never mind, I was there. Um, but no, it, it is, you know, that's exactly what it is. Sometimes, you know, the, 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 it, it hasn't happened in a while, but there was a, there was a time in our church that it seemed like every other weekend somebody was moving. And we were constantly moving people. I, I thought, man, the church needs to buy a, a U-Haul or something. I mean, it was just, it was constant. And, and, and that is exactly what you say. You know what? I, you know, I need, I should be doing this, but you know what? They need help. I'm going to go help them. That's what preferring one another is. Anything else before we, last paragraph for the night. As you can see, we are to value our relationships with one another and to invest in them with love, service, and kindness. Couldn't have said it better myself. <clears throat> Let's see what time is it? Okay, well, let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your love. And Lord, I, I thank you for this opportunity to have discussion about your word. And Lord, I am so thankful 
for all that you do. Help us, dear God, to be more like you in everything that we say and do. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.